Jackson, uh, this singing our national anthem. It was Pope. This was out on YouTube back in 2016. And why am I singing the? Well, I mean, why am I playing the national anthem? Wow, I'm so tired. It's been a rough work week. Rough couple of weeks, actually, I should say, of working overtime. But besides that, okay, why am some of you folks are asking why am I playing the national anthem? Because this is, like I said on my Instagram, this is going to be a very interesting recording, okay. And with that being said. You are now listening to the Expendable Podcast, and I'm your host Everett. So, the reason why I played the national anthem is because we need to we we are going to pray for those in Afghanistan. We are praying for the families of those 13 soldiers who died in the recent attack in Cabal. There's no other words to describe this attack, to be honest with you. There's no other words to describe what the fuck is going on, to be honest with you. Uh, Even I'm having difficulty just trying to put it together, you know? Chief. And, sorry, I'm trying to adjust my seat here. Fuck. So, with that being said, there's no other words to describe what is happening. And, 
to be completely honest with you, I am actually, I'm going to record two episodes. Uh, what the, This subject is going to be its own episode. It's going to be a short one. It might be 20 minutes. It might be half hour. I'm not sure. But I know it's going to be cut in half at least. Um, because I know some of you people have been anxiously waiting for an episode all week. And I haven't been able to have a chance to record. But, you know, with that being said, let's let's move on. Um, so Joe Biden just all of a sudden evacuates everyone from Afghanistan. Well, not everybody, but close to it. And it, this was such a quick evacuation that he ended up they ended up leaving behind billions of dollars worth of military equipment including 200 aircraft roughly and then about 700 vehicles, uh, thousands of weapons and ammunition body armor, uniforms, survival kits, everything. And everything made in America. All paid for from taxpayer dollars. Went to a bunch of terrorists. But meanwhile, it's people like me who are deemed as terrorists under... National, under the uh, Department of Homeland Security, though, back in the homeland here, the United States of America, it's people like myself who are deemed as terrorists. For what? Being an American? For loving this country? For hating a president who's a coward? A coward in chief? At least that's what is being reported on the mainstream news. Even CNN says it. But we're not here to talk about that right now. This was the biggest mistake that Joe Biden has ever made. This has been the biggest mistake in American history. This has been the biggest mistake in world history. There's been a lot of mistakes made that ended up with casualties. But this one was probably the dumbest. And Joe Biden claims that he he made the decisions. The decisions he made, he had to make them. He had to make them. But then he just... But he still blames Trump. What did Trump do? He what did Trump do? You're not going to blame don't even go blame him for when he was president and tried to make deal because we all know what happens when we try to negotiate with terrorists. What do they do? They break deals anyways. They hold people hostage anyways and they kill them. Anyways, so 
I just thought we didn't negotiate with terrorists, period, because they break, they're known for breaking deals, even, even in the past. But I guess because Trump is a businessman and he thinks it's uh, better to negotiate something, and if, you, and if they do break deals, we will attack with force. And the Taliban knows that they're outnumbered. They know they're going to be killed very quickly. You know, in America is known to retaliate. We are known to protect ourselves. We are known to protect innocents. But people don't realize that. They don't realize the ban when he was president and I had to go along with the deal and then right now I had to evacuate all of our most of our troops out. But you did it in the worst way possible. Okay? The Taliban isn't trusted. That's why you kept some troops there. To make sure everything stays in order. We were supposed to stay there until Afghanistan was able to have a stable government. To protect their people. And have enough of a military. Of their own. To protect their people. And then we could evacuate. Granted we've been there for 20 years. Even though it was time for them to get out. Yes but. It wasn't the time. Not yet. Because we all knew that this administration would fuck up. We knew that we knew that Biden was gonna get us back to war. And sure enough, what happens? People are already dying under his administration. More people are going to die within the next week or two. Than in the last 20 years combined. Because it's not just the Taliban. It is ISIS. It is Al-Qaeda. All put together. But they want to call themselves as the Taliban. But now the Taliban has access to all of our military equipment that we left behind. What the f fuck is wrong with people? And... You have generals and, and secretaries from other departments who say they don't have the resources to get our people out. Meanwhile, we're taking in Afghan refugees. Oh, really? Where are we going to put them? At least the American citizens that we would take back already have places to live. Where are we going to put them? On the side of the, on the sidewalk? On the streets? Living in tents? And then pay for everything? Have us, our tax dollars, pay for everything? Are you kidding me? We go broke. And then they eventually go broke as well. But guess who profits off of it? The politicians. And what boggles my mind about this is whether you are Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, the politicians aren't doing shit. 
They've gone on the social network. They've gone in the podiums. They've made way too many announcements. But no action has been taken yet. So my message to those politicians, including the tough guy conservatives, is this. Okay? Stop making announcements and just fucking do it. Do the job that we voted for you to do. That simple. Okay? Stop making the announcements. Stop talking about it on what you're going to do. What actions you are going to take. Just take the damn action, will you? Enough. Enough talking. This president, just after he made the biggest mistake in American history, he had the balls to just... He, he, it's like he he only did like a couple of TV interviews and then he continued his vacation. It's like he extended it whatever time time of vacation he lost. Who the fuck takes a vacation after a fucking catastrophe that that you created? Who does that? No human being in their left mind when they make a big fat mistake whether in life or in business you don't go back to vacation you got to go back and fix it if your sink is leaking you have to go back to you have to come home and fix it if your power is out you have to figure out how to fix it you got to make some phone calls. If someone... If money was fraudulently taken out of your bank account, you have to go back and fix it. If somebody... hacked into getting your social security number, you have to fix that. You have to make sure it's secured. If you ran out of food, you have to go to the grocery store to buy it. The, li- the list goes on. If you got into a car accident, you have to figure out how to buy a new car. You have to fix that. If your car is broken down, you have to get it fixed. Okay? That's life and simple. You don't take a fucking vacation. You don't run away from problems. <laughs> no. Because the problems are just going to keep coming back to haunt you even more. And that's what's happening to the coward in chief right now. The current president. He co- he made a mess. And now he's not going to... He made a mess he's not going to be able to clean up. And neither can his administration figure out how to clean up. You know, you bring back home roughly three over 3,000 troops. And now you, you have no choice but to send in 5,000. 
This guy dug himself such a deep, deep hole. You might as well just dig your own grave, buddy. Because guess what? 13 lives from the military were taken. From your, under your cold, dead hands. I'm sorry. This guy's got to go. He's done. I mean, I'm even seeing reports on the mainstream media. They, they can no longer cover for him anymore. He, he's been that bad. He's worse than Jimmy Carter. Like, what was he thinking? Oh, and then the Biden administration has the nerve to send the Taliban names of people of who their American citizens are to allow to come home. You really think the Taliban is going to allow these people to come home? No. They are not great people. Please make sure they come back home. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure they come home. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, they find them and get... And guess what? Only you, only you guys, only some of you guys can figure that out. You can figure out the rest. What happens? They're not great people. They hate everybody. And it, like, did it not concur to them that our own people our citizens who are over there. They can't even show them their passports because they're going to take them in hostage and do the nasty things to them that I explained on the last episode. This fuckface can't even hold himself accountable. He has to point the fingers at other people, which is what Democrats in general are notorious for. Pointing the fingers at everybody else for their problems. Just to try to cover their own ass, but right now it's not working. And like Dan Bongino said last week, the military didn't fail. The politicians failed the military. The politicians failed the military. And the rest of the administration. I mean, there's a lieutenant colonel who came out. It, The video went viral on social network. That he's calling for an investigation... On these generals as to what what orders were taken, what really went on behind closed doors. Bold and committed. But has to be done. I say the same thing. I call for an investigation at what went behind these decisions. That led to the mess that was created in Afghanistan. But will it be investigated? Probably not. 
they'll conduct like, I don't know, they'll spend like maybe a day or two, if that, and then just say, yeah, it was, it was just a decision that he made, that Joe Biden made alone. There was nothing else to it. So, what more do you want? Even if they did lie to us, the lie does become the truth. Because even if even if that was the case, then Biden is just mentally ill. Meanwhile, they want to have a dictatorship over here. With the vaccine passports, you know, pushing the vaccines into everybody, uh, making everybody wear masks again because of a Delta variant, which is not the unvaccinated people's problem. It's the vaccinated people who are still testing positive for COVID, but they still push the vaccine into you. You were told that the vaccines work 100%, at least 95% effective, which had people going, oh my God, it's a cure. All of a sudden, guess what? You're still getting tested for COVID. But people have gotten so scared of COVID that even if they didn't get sick from COVID, they still feel like they just have to quarantine. It's like, what? But I, I digress. Back to the subject, main subject here. And to all you woke tards that step on the American flag, burn it. To all the athletes who are paid millions of dollars. I got something to say to you. Burn in hell. Burn in hell. Everything woke goes to shit. In the words of Trump. And he's not wrong there. Everything woke has gone to shit. The current general has has gone woke. We're more worried about critical race theory, racism, um, bigotry, and you know we're worried. We're so worried about like sissy shit over here in America. Meanwhile, over in Afghanistan, it's a mess because of the current administration. They want us to they want us to worry about what's going on within this country to distract us from what's really happening behind closed doors. There's a lot of there's so much shit going on that we have to keep track of literally everything. Even the stuff that's going on behind closed doors. Which some of you already know what the hell I'm talking about. The vote. You know. With the vote voting audits from the 2020 election. 
forensic audits that are happening, uh, between uh, what's happening in the school board meetings, uh, what's going on with the vaccines, etc., what freedoms are about to be taken away? Are we going into a lockdown 2.0? Which chances are, pretty soon we are. We're keep, we have to keep track of so much crap. It is. It gives us a headache. It gives me a headache. They want us to keep track with so much shit that once we turn... Once we turn away from something, guess what? Boom. The bullet sneaks right to you. Metaphorically speaking, that is. They want you to turn your back on one thing, and then guess what? That one issue will pull the gun out behind your back and shoot you. Metaphorically speaking, that is. Or or at least stab you in the back and sneak up. It's They want something to sneak up. They want one of these problems to sneak up past you and snatch you. Say, ha ha, I gotcha. You just lost rights to this. You just lost your freedom for that. Ha ha, gotcha. There's a lot of things going on behind closed doors. It's ridiculous. But they create all these issues to distract us from something. From one thing to another. A lot of distractions so that you can't keep up with everything. Drinking water right now. So the point to this whole episode is this. This coward in chief has got to go. And we need we need to push the politicians to get this guy out of office. He is done. And I'm sorry to say this. Actually, no, I'm not sorry to say this. Everybody that voted for this scumbag is just as equally responsible for what this administration has done over in Afghanistan. You know, these people want to call us neo-Nazis. They want to call us racists. They want to call us bigots. They want to call us... They want to call us everything in the book. They want to call us shit that's not even in the dictionary, for God's sake. Made up shit. Okay. So guess what? A vote for this scumbag was a vote for the decisions that made that were made by this administration. The blood's not just on his hands. The blood is also in those voters' hands. And I am not sorry to say this. You know, you better not bitch and moan about the gas prices. Because you voted for that. We told you that was going to happen. 
You were told that was going to happen. You better own the vote on those high gas prices, just like how you better own the vote that went that the mess that was created overseas, and now 13 soldiers are dead because of that. Because of a horrendous attack. You got citizens that aren't even going to make it home. And you got innocent lives. That are just. Gone. You have women and children. Being slaughtered. And where are the feminists out there? They. You haven't heard a peep from them whatsoever. They don't care. They don't care about women being raped in Afghanistan. But they care that Trump says mean things to certain women. Because he holds them accountable for what problems they've caused. God forbid they cause same types of issues that the male politicians cause. But oh, we, we're not allowed to say that because that's sexist. Well, gee, if a woman robbed a bank, she ha- and we caught her, we have to arrest her. Oh, but that's sexist. She's a woman. You know, she doesn't deserve to be arrested. Oh, but it's- so it's okay for her to rob a bank, but not okay for a guy to rob a bank. That, my friends, is double standard. Right there at its finest. Because double standards are at an all-time high. Basically, these feminists don't give a shit about what's going on in Afghanistan. They don't care about the Taliban raping the women and then chopping their fucking heads off. They don't. They really don't. They don't care about the children being slaughtered and being used as, you know... uh, Suicide bombers. You know how fucked that is? They train these kids to be suicide bombers. They train children to take their own lives out just to kill a bunch of people. Because some of because some of those terrorists are also cowards. Some of them are not willing to take out their lives, but they're okay with taking out a child's life to blow up a bunch of people. It's sick. And the Biden administration trusts them to negotiate by giving out names of Americans to allow them to become free and come home. Yeah, okay. They're not going to let them out that easy, folks. They're not. These people are scumbags. So like I said, the Biden voters are just as responsible as the Biden administration because... We told you he was going to do this kind of nonsense. You voted for it. You better own up to the vote. You better own the vote. And take in responsibility for putting this man in office. You are just as equally as responsible. I am not sorry for this.
this is very sad that I even have to say this. But I have to remind folks. And the timing on this couldn't have been more perfect. We are couple weeks, maybe even a few weeks away from the 20th anniversary of September 11th. September 11, 2001. These same types of motherfuckers caught caused 9-11. Did 9-11. And you want to trust the Taliban? You want to feel bad for these people? <laughs> people are just so sick. It's it's not even funny. The double standard has gotten to the point where it they are sick in the head. It's crazy. But meanwhile, guys like me should be should be deemed as terrorists under Homeland Security's uh, terror terror watch lists. Or terror level. Terrorist level. But, you know. So. Eh, that's the level of insanity we have reached. I wish I was making this up, but I'm not. Because that was said. That was said about 15 years ago. That was in discussion. Well over 15 years ago. That. People who love America were going to be deemed as terrorists. And they were going to be listed in terror watch lists. Pretty soon. And it was up until a few weeks ago that CNN admitted to it. Back in the day we said it. It was in the Department of Homeland Security's own website back in the day. Nobody wanted to believe it. And now it's come out. So I was right again. How many times do I have to be right? And I'm not right on a lot of things. But how many times do I have to be correct on quote-unquote conspiracies? How many times do I got to be right in order to get through uh, people's skulls, huh? How many? Like, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. But, but we're not, we weren't here to discuss that. We, I was here to discuss what's happening. I just wanted to let them, let everybody know. That these, that the military and those 13 brave soldiers will never be forgotten. Same with, same goes to the soldiers in Benghazi. Same goes to the people in 9-11. Same goes to the people who served in Iraq. Same goes to every soldier that ever fought in any war. You guys are never forgotten. And and a lot of people know about the Red Friday. Red 
Remember everyone deployed. We still have we still have people deployed while we're still over here drinking beer, going to work, going home, seeing our families, kissing our wives, kissing girlfriends. For some guys it's for some guys it's their boyfriends, some girls it's their girlfriends, you know, whatever. But regardless, you know, coming home, seeing your loved ones. Those are privileges. And why? Because of the men and women who are deployed. That's why. Hell, even the police here have it easy compared to what's going on overseas. You know, they make the they make the police officers, you know, look like child's play. Even though it's really not child's play. I'm just I'm just saying. It's I mean, the pol- I'm not saying I'm not trying to downgrade the police officers. I'm not. I'm it's just a level. I'm just saying. They got to make some pretty bad decisions overseas that some police officers quite can't make or won't make based on the scenarios at least. So to the men and women you're there's no easier way to end this end this uh, episode. Um, our prayers go out to you, to everybody who is deployed right now. Our prayers go out to the American citizens who are still over there. Our prayers go out to the Afghan citizens who have been taken hostage. Our prayers go out to those trying to survive. Our prayers go to the families of those lost soldiers our prayers go out to the families who lost loved ones in Afghanistan Job this will this will never be forgotten just like 9-11 will never be forgotten and for that I salute you guys Thank you. And that's going to be this recording of the recording of this episode of the podcast. Um, Again, you are listening to The Expendable Podcast, and I'm your host, Everett, and this will conclude this episode. Uh, If you want to follow, look me up on social network, you can follow The Expendable 90 on Instagram and on Parler. Even though I don't use Parler that much, but I just have it in case Instagram decides to ban me at some point or shadow ban me, um, which I'm probably gonna have to end up using Parler a little more because Instagram, I feel as though, has been shadow banning me because even with all the hashtags, no one's getting stuff. It, at least that's what it seems like. So you can follow the Expendable Ninety. That's my personal account on Instagram and Parler. If you want to follow the podcast account, it's called The Expendable Podcast 90 
on Instagram. And that's where I host just strictly podcast stuff. And I'll also put out like other news coverages, you know, such as Dan Bongino pieces. Um, you know, I, I put up a Joe Rogan clip earlier, you know, just other stuff. But not like, you know, personal opinions and shit like that. Just reports and whatnot and news stuff and everything that we discuss on the podcast. But that's that. And uh, I hope everybody learned something from this episode. And uh, may God help us all. All right. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Whenever that comes out. Take it easy, folks.